0: This is a Pint Size Media Podcast Production.
1: Welcome to my podcast, Progeny. Thank you so much for joining me. I am with Progeny Patha and we're going to get into exactly who she is and where she comes from and and, and what inspires her and makes her awesome. Um, she is the I don't know. I looked at your LinkedIn profile this morning and I thought this changes. And so it's exposure marketing. And Progeny is the owner, founder um, of Exposure exposure Marketing. And she's going to tell us all the context and all the background to that. So, hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's It's a wonderful pleasure. Been looking forward to having you for ages. So tell me, Let's start off with exposure marketing Mm -hmm. and all that it encompasses um, first, because that'll give us context. Sure. So I started exposure marketing in 2004. Uh, What's
0: that? Almost 19 years this year. Yeah, 19 years this year. That's right. A long time. And, um, you know, I've been in advertising and marketing uh, and comms uh, previously. To lead to that uh, so always had a passion for marketing and communication uh, and always continued in terms of studies and wanting to learn more and do more because the, I was truly passionate about it um, in 2002 and 2004 I had my babies um, and they were my inspiration in a way uh, I had, I was in an advertising agency and um, I needed some time of my own uh, and it, deciding you know do I take a break uh, or do I do something on my own? And I have an entrepreneurial husband uh, who pushes buttons and plants <laughs> seeds. <laughs> and uh, you know, um, I, I, I recall sitting and um, uh, breastfeeding my son, and I'm feeding him, and you know, and I'm like frustrated because I'm thinking of this bonding moment, uh, and I have to go back to work soon.
1: Yeah, uh, like it was cool. a, it was
0: a, it was a month I think that I had left, and he said to me um because we had traveled before that and we had seen the concept of a baby show in london oh wow um, okay and it was it was quite fascinating and um when he saw the <laughs> the the reluctance to go back he said to me he said you know why don't you try this in south africa there's nothing like it and i thought He's absolutely smoking his socks. I, I, I was starting to think about it, and I thought, do you have any idea what that entails? Like, who, who do you think I am? Like, superwoman. You know, I was just horrified that he could even <laughs> suggest <laughs> this. But uh, And he left it at that, you know. And we had the, these magazines that we brought back, and he left it near me. And um, then I got back to work, and I was feeling um, quite an outcast. After the babies, uh, you know, the advertising industry is fast moving, yeah. spinning. Um, you know, if we leave at five o'clock, it's half day. Um, exactly. And uh, I was trying to find my feet again, and I really felt like I couldn't fit in. Um, I had to move over new accounts and things like that, and uh, I was trying to find my place again, mm. and I really struggled. So I had a lot of downtime because we had a lot of uh, you know account changes and things like that. So I started doing some research. On this, He planted the seed, of course. And it started to grow. Uh, and that's how I launched Exposure Marketing. So Exposure Marketing was launched to run a baby exhibition okay. in South Africa. Okay. And that was the primary purpose of it as an exhibition management company. Um, and, you
1: know, I, that was going to be my first one and I'd explore. So that's how it all started. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's the first time I've heard the story. <laughs> I mean, we have known each other for Sure. More than 19 <laughs> years because, yeah. So tell me, when it came to, to setting it all up, what were the challenges that you had to overcome to get it going, to get it off the ground? Yeah. So interestingly,
0: at that time, um, there's very, there was, you know, the Internet was booming starting to take over yeah. off and you know there were resources that you could find, but not as much as today, not as accessible as today. You still had to dig deep. Um I mean we still printed lots of stuff. We still, you know, were faxing. <laughs> and every time the you know we got an email then it went bing it was, the excitement was exploding, right? Yeah. And then you printed it. <laughs> then you printed it, yes. You had to print. Um so the difficulty in setting up a company was was one of the challenges and I, and I think finding information on how to do that and, and, and being young and not knowing where to go to because I don't come from a family uh, of entrepreneurs besides my husband so okay. thankfully he had been through it and he was my guidance and he helped me, you know, set up the company find the right people uh, and the right services to help me do the company registrations um, and understanding how important trademarks are, for example, you know. Yes, Um, true. Those kind of things that we take for granted um, and uh, finding the people to do it for you, trusting people, you know. Um, So if, which is why I'm so passionate about mentorship, I think, you know, it is having somebody that can guide you when you're young and starting up a business that can show you the ropes. And, you know, it saves you so much of time and money.
1: It um, does. And, and it's not something that is taught in LO, for example. No. And it could be.
0: It, exactly. I mean, I didn't study business management. Um, you know I, I studied marketing and communication and 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 drama and and teaching and those kind of <laughs> things, nothing to do with business so he w- he was my mentor, my husband was my mentor um, you know my 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 father worked you know for a government uh, for government and he was uh, you know he worked he went to work every day he had nothing he just wanted n- nothing about, you knew nothing about business. he just wanted you to have a stable job you know and then he was happy whereas I always say my father and my husband was my rich dad and my poor dad. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh one pushing the buttons to go beyond and my father being, you know, just, you know, follow the rules, stay in your lane, you know, go to work every day, be stable, be independent. And good, good values as well. Yeah. But having the mix of the two, uh,
1: gave me the benefit to explore. You know. That's so, a nice that's a nice grounding to have behind you, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, the one sort of go, 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 but 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 Yes. Slowly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. And my father in the back saying, you know, if my head going, be cautious, be practical, yeah. be realistic.
1: And so then my obvious question is, what did you learn during that time? Um, I learned, I think, the importance of
0: uh, networking, uh, making contacts with the right people, especially in the beginning. Uh, well, I... It starts in the beginning, but it it never stops. I think mm-hmm. it is an absolutely important skill because along the way, you meet such amazing people that add such value to uh, your company and help you grow and help you take it in different directions. Um, and that's why I always was found formed part of the association. So I joined uh, the Exhibition Association at okay. that point in time, which was EXA. We joined PRISA because we wanted to study the comm side. Um, and being part of the association allowed me access to other people in the industry to understand what the supplier base was like, to meet other organizers as well. But in those days, um, I must admit, it was a very tight industry, uh, the exhibition industry, and people that had been operating in it were not willing to share as much as they are today. Oh, that's surprising, hey? Yeah. You know... In the beginning, I remember wanting to enter the exhibition awards, and I was not allowed to because uh, I was a first-time organizer. It was my first show, and I had to wait a period. But then after that, every year that I entered the awards, I won an award. So, (laughs) you know, why? You know, an association should be offering you mentorship. Mm. It should be offering you collaboration and networking and sharing.
1: Which is what you've gone on to do with... Things like AXO and, yes. and even EXA. I mean, there's Absolutely. a collaborative relationship now. Is EXA cool. still around? Yes, is okay. still around.
0: So EXA's now be a more of a supplier association that meets supplier needs. Okay. And AXO, which is the Association of African Exhibition Organizers, supports, is, is organiser-driven.
1: Mm.
0: So we have suppliers, members, that are part of the association, but they're organiser-driven. As, as when I was part of EXA, I was always a member I tried to join the board at one point in time, but it didn't meet my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I resigned. But when AXO was formed, I was a founding member and I've been part of the board ever since. Um, and uh, I, I was the chair for almost four years. Right. Uh, during the last, <laughs> I just ended my chair. <laughs> I saw that. Yes. So, so uh, it's a wonderful organization because, and you, you with like-minded people. It's allowed me to extend myself um, and and share my knowledge and bring uh, this industry together and bring organizers together uh, because we don't want the industry to be tainted. And especially if you're a new organizer, mm. um, you want to be able to do it right because it affects all of us, you know. And uh, so so... All of us uh, members of AXO have a shared vision, which is, which is absolutely beautiful compared to where it was when, when I had just started. Um, so I think new organizers have a great opportunity now to,
1: to extend and learn and collaborate. Talking of exhibitions, let's talk about your brands within Exposure Marketing now. Nineteen years down the line. <laughs> Nineteen years down the line. It's been it's been quite a journey. I
0: mean, when we started, I knew at that point in time um, with a baby exhibition, I, my kids were two years and four months, and the lack of information. All I had was a magazine. Um, so when we started this. Um, and how it's grown. It, we started off with one show in Johannesburg, and then it's grown to four shows in, uh, in on the country in the country. Two in Johannesburg, one in Cape Town, one in Durban. And um, it meets a need. It's become iconic. You know, paediatricians, gynaecologists refer to that when somebody falls pregnant. The first thing you, they say to you is, um, make sure you go to Mama Magic because you know it, you'll learn so much. That's a wonderful reference. Validation. Yes. And, um, you know, we, we're in neutral space. I, we always say to brands, um, I think you can have, um, you know, your own show. But when you brag about yourself, there's, you know, doubt about the leg- legitimacy of what you're saying. But if Mama Magic talks about you, it puts you on a pedestal. It puts your brand on a pedestal because... We do our homework, and we want to give you
1: the best as moms to decide. Is that what motivated the the brand awards that you developed? What did you call them? The product awards. The product awards, yes. Yes. So within
0: Mama Magic, you know, we started
1: the show. It
0: was just the exhibition initially. Yeah. Then it evolved, and we added on elements to it. So we added um, product awards. So it was an innovation uh, driven award, um, you know, there's always brands need to be aware of what the needs of your uh, market is, mm-hmm. right? And you can't just sit there and think, you know, we have this amazing nappy, and that's it. You know, we it's going to be like this for years. The the needs change. Yeah. You know, babies change. Mindsets change of mums. We know, you know, our mums were stay-at-home mums. Working mums have different needs and expectations, and they want more value and they want more the guidance from a brand. They don't want just a product. So we decided that we we wanted to um, support brands that were launching new products. They were bringing it into the market, and they needed a pedestal as well, a platform to position these new brands, to launch these new brands or products or ranges. Um, So every year, uh, if you launched any new products, you got to enter the awards. Um, We got moms to judge them physically. We've got professionals to come and judge them um, physically. And then we did an online voting as well. You know, and they really... Uh, it was a good launch pad yeah. for these products. It
1: supports also, most of your brands are small, aren't they? I mean, yes. obviously, you've got the big brands yeah. and the medium brands, but a lot of, of what you see at Mama Magic are the small brands that are developing products and ideas and, and bringing them to the market. Yeah, lots of entrepreneur, entrepreneurs.
0: And, and it's really nice. Um, these A lot of them were mums before. I mean, yeah. they're mums. And They were new mums. They realized, hello, I need this. Uh, I'm sure there are hundreds of other mums who need this service yeah. as well. And they start their businesses. So it's a great launchpad. And many companies that have been with us from the beginning are still with us today. Uh, and we've seen lots of new companies come up. Interestingly, after COVID as well, we've seen lots of new companies um, that have um,
1: evolved and 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 new ones had just started as well <laughs> covid like, companies i think a lot of people sort of if they weren't making bread they were coming up with a new idea <laughs> but now you've mentioned covid that uh, must have been an absolutely traumatic time i remember i mean because we were working together at the time and um Uh, that was it was what it was the 27th of March and I got all these emails it wasn't only from you you know um and we didn't know I mean then we thought it was going to be what two weeks and we'd be back to work you know um yeah we we, and in fact we sat at home and my birthday's on the 16th of April and we said well you know we we'll it'll be a double celebration we'll come (laughs) up okay So much much has changed. And and you pivoted and you made it work. We did. Um, You know, during
0: COVID, I was currently the chair of uh, of AXO at the time. Um, So it was a very important time for the industry because we needed to do a lot of lobbying with government um, because there were restrictions. We couldn't, I mean, you know, certain industries had to scale down. We couldn't operate no at exactly. all, right? And um, so, the the damage was massive. I mean, lots of exhibitions tried to go online, but the purpose of an exhibition is face to face. You uh, know, it's
1: the tangible, tactile. Exactly. and what we, what, we? You always talk with an exhibition that's the five senses. That's okay. right, the
0: five senses. And and how do you bring the five senses <sighs> online? Not easy, <laughs> not easy, so we had to be very creative. Many companies had to be very yeah. creative um, because those industries that they served, the sectors in which the exhibition supported uh, still needed them um, so there was participation to some degree uh, there were smaller events that managed to take place because eventually they said maximum fifty people yes. you know I mean, but financially, to host an e- event for fifty, 50 people. people. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. Um, so we lost a lot of professionals um, who, had to, who were retrenched, sadly, yeah. and had to go and seek other work. Um, so now it's about building back this industry. I mean, even last year, the first show that we did in, in April last year, we had to keep to 1,000 packs.
1: Okay. So we had wow. time
0: slots. So, again, you have to be very creative. Have time slots, 1,000 oh. packs at a time. We still had masks. We still had sanitizers. That was just a year ago. You know, that's not too long. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. um, but then, again, how did, you know, we change as exposure marketing. Um, during that time, thankfully, we have a huge following on our digital platforms. Mm. And that's grown through years. And as and moms drop magazine. off. And our magazine. Exactly. So as moms drop off and new mums come mm. on, and the magazine went digitally as well. So we have great communities on our social media platforms, lots of information available for mums, where mums can share, mums can learn. We gave them lots of guidance, we brought on a lot of experts, uh, and it was all about keeping up the communication and the bonding because they needed that. They needed it so that they didn't feel so alone. Mm. So we did that on the Mama Magic side, and I was working really hard for the exhibition industry. Yes, uh, we formed the South African Events Council, um, collaborated with fourteen other event associations, and it was um, it it was great to meet these. I've never met these people before. Interestingly, I've been in the industry <laughs> at that point in time what sixteen years. Yeah, and we've never met. So, and it just
1: shows you then how vast it actually is,
0: right? And and if it wasn't for COVID would we have never collaborated as similar yes. associations, you know? Um, and I found myself in a different space, um, working closely um, with the Department of Tourism, um, working closely with the DTI. Um, it was it was a great opportunity to learn again. And like I say, never too old to learn, yes. right? And um, after... Towards the latter part of that, and I was trying to think about, you know, where do I go with this, all this information that I'm sitting with? And mm. I've made amazing uh, contacts and wonderful networking, collaboration with people Uh, that do such good work uh, within the tourism space, within the exhibition and eventing space. Um, So last year, we relaunched Exposure Marketing as an exhibition management company and uh, exhibition and marketing management company. So now we've got Mama Magic. We realize that, and we've won multiple awards, like I've said, over the years because we know how to do it and we do it well. Um, and it's very important to get an exhibition right. So now we are able to offer our service to international companies and local companies to organise their exhibitions right. for them, because everybody has a great idea, <laughs> but they're not always great ideas. <laughs> but and and the execution <laughs> as well, yeah. You know, I and mean, the most important part you, of it. Yeah, uh, if you don't know how to execute it, you're going to waste a lot of money. Oh. So we are your local South African agency that you partner with and we will make it happen for you here right. so we do everything our full scope on the exhibition is everything from marketing to operations to sales to logistics okay. we can do everything so um, and and you know we you it's it's your concept we work with you very closely uh, but you give you the comfort to make sure that you're using the right suppliers mm. the right venues understanding the local market is important you know ensuring that your international delegates are able to get here safely and be feel safe and have the right accommodation and travel um, so it's a full service wow. and we're working with a few companies right now um, that we are starting to um, uh, our shows will start to unfold uh, in the balance That's of so this exciting
1: yeah with all of this <laughs> that you've been doing <laughs> what do you think are your innate strengths that you either had all along or you've developed over time that keep you going that that make this all possible um, my strengths,
0: I think, is th- I think I do believe that I'm a good communicator um, and, and I think that comes from my teaching background, probably right. I, And I, comms And I mean, my comms So it started with teaching I was a teacher initially I mean, yeah. that's, remember, my father said you know, get a <laughs> stable job. Be stable. You know, be secure. Be secure. So you went into teaching, you know, but I was dramatic. So yeah. I did drama. Uh, and then that led me to understand that, hold on, there's a little bit more to that. I, you know, and I started public relations. So the communication has always been there. Um, so I'm able to communicate. I'm able to educate and teach. And Working with people, whether in an association or whether building my own company and my own team, to be able to guide and teach so that they grow yes, is really important. And I think that's an innate strength of mine, to be able to balance that with empathy and education um, and, and, and take them on their journey. Um, I also believe that I'm a great marketer uh, yes, and a creative I would person. I definitely
1: agree with that. <laughs> I would even add a little bit of a visionary. Uh, thank you. Not really, yeah. I, I do think so.
0: Thank you. I, 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 I love the creativity. And I, I had an amazing mentor in my advertising agency, um, uh, Gerald Harvey. I was, um, he was truly a creative spirit that inspired me so much. And when I left there, um, he was always um, in my head. Um, pushing buttons and making me think of other ways of doing things. And he had the most amazing ideas and concepts across brands that we worked with from financial to FMCG to corporates. It was truly fascinating to see how he'd take a campaign and make it work. Okay, yeah. So having those people that tap into your strengths there and make you realize that you can do this. Mm. So I, I, I love the creativity. I love coming up with creative concepts uh, and and research as well. I love data. And I think that, you know, I never thought I'd say that, but I actually love data because the data is what informs the strategy and the creativity. Um, you know, you can come up with a big idea, like we said, but if it doesn't make sense, if the data is not there to support it, it's going to fall flat.
1: Exactly. So
0: yeah, those are some of, some of my strengths, I think.
1: Let's move on to a little bit more personal. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, what do you... Who inspires you, or what inspires you? Because it's not always a person. Um,
0: what inspires me? I, <laughs> I'm <was> stumped. <laughs> There's so much that inspires me. I think, um, uh it's just the people around me that I work with. They inspire me when I see, um, people and and understand their strengths and their stories. It's inspiring, no matter whether you might be, you know, a number one bestseller or, you know, keynote speaker, or you could just be somebody in my office that started from scratch and is growing. But people that have a passion and purpose, I suppose, that's what inspires me, you know, to see that come through and how they take it through and how they share it with the world. Because I think when you find your passion and purpose,
1: that's what gives you fulfillment. Yes. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing but you.
0: And so do you have a mantra? Do I have a mantra? I I suppose I do. Um, You know, (laughs) for me, (laughs) it's about, and I always say this to my kids as well, and there are lots of parents as well, it's about doing the best that I can Mm. with what I have. Um, As long as I've given it my best shot, I know that that was how it's meant to be. As long as I've given it my best shot and I say to the kids as well it's not about um, always aiming for the A's or the A pluses and you know as long as you know you've done your best you've done everything you can to do your best to you know to live out your passion yeah. and purpose uh, that's most important I'm going to give it my best shot I'm doing the best that I can within whatever those circumstances are at
1: any mm. point in life um, otherwise we put too much of pressure on ourselves we do and um, but when we're striving to do the best that we can, sometimes it's difficult to overcome or, or, or strive through <laughs> the tough times. How do you find that you you deal when the tough gets go, when the tough comes along? You know, I think
0: initially you just want to get emotional, right <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> the hills. You just you know you go into that um, that. Uh, Degree of emotions that is overwhelming, yeah, um, and it's okay to have that moment. Mm. I think it's important to have that moment. We can't pretend that we're not emotional beings. Yeah, uh, it's important to have that moment. But then gathering yourself, um, and finding out what you need to do and how you're going to follow this path that's been laid out for you now, and and finding your way. Um, because you still have to do you still have to function you have people especially as a business owner the people that you are responsible mm-hmm. for not just the people they have families you know um you have your children mm-hmm. you have your extended family there's so many people that rely on you and um so you just have to keep going and doing the best that you can and trying to you know, you're know, you you're not being irrational. You're weighing out the decisions, yeah. you know, surrounding yourself with people that will help you to weigh out the pros and cons to make the best decisions. Um, you know, sound ball, sounding boards is important. And then just getting on with it. And you'll find those glimmers of hope coming through. And every one of them helps you take a step further yeah. and further in the right direction. um y- because you can't keep still,
1: right? No, you can't. You definitely can't. Definitely can't. You, you've yeah. got
0: to keep moving. I mean, you could sit there and get lost in that emotion, you know.
1: Yeah, and then take that the dive, you know, into the rabbit hole that is, is never-ending and, and not be able to claw your way out, I think. Yep. Uh, when you look at your successes and failures, um, do you see failure as a failure or a lesson? I see it as a lesson, and and therefore a success. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, we we I have the same I have the same feeling and thought. What do you see as your biggest success? Do you have one that you can you can pinpoint?
0: No, I I I, I it's hard to pinpoint one because I feel I've had I've been blessed I've been blessed with many successes Um, and it's hard, you know, at at the time it might have been a big success but now if I look back it may be a small success in comparison but I've had multiple successes, you know um, and I'm I am really proud of all of them because I know what I had to Mm. do to get there Um, you know, coming, I mean I do believe that coming from a um Poor community, uh, and being able to grow to where I am today, uh, and being able to go back and share my story with that community um, of people uh, to inspire them and yeah. to help them find their passion and purpose is is so important. And I think maybe that is my probably my biggest success, knowing where I've come from um, with the little that I had, but having that. Um, you know the drive to push ahead and and do more and be more for myself, not for anybody else. You know, um, we often fall into this trap of wanting to please other people, um, especially as a woman. Especially as a woman, and and you know, this is uh, might be debatable, but I I say to people, um, I don't ever tell my children that I'm proud of them. Okay. Their success is not for me to be proud of it's for them to be proud of right they worked at it not me I'm happy for them I'm elated I like that but it is their pride
1: yes they
0: put in the effort not me so I you really know like when you that. keep telling your children mm. I'm so proud of you yes you build a child that is only working to make you proud yes Yes.
1: Yeah, I want so to make true. my parents proud Yes. No, you want to make yourself proud. Make yourself proud. That's first. a fantastic perspective on that. You know, your parents are happy for you. Yes. You know, they're mm. there to
0: support you. But I'm don't make me proud. Don't work to make me proud. Don't do things to make me proud. You should be proud of right. what you have achieved. Mm. Cuz you're mm. the one that put the, in that hard work, not me. I've been here. I've supported you and I'll always be there. But you be part of yourself, and you know you watch it. I hear in movies,
1: I <laughs> know. <books, laughs> I keep hearing this, you know, and uh, and we see it. You, yeah. One place we see it all the time is on Facebook when people and they reach twenty one, and 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 the That's mom and dad they post all over Facebook how proud they are of their of the child that they have become. And and yes, I, I agree with you definitely. I mean I've I do. I tell Jason all the time that I'm proud of him. But but actually um he needs to be proud of himself and know that I'm happy for him. Yeah. Because right. we don't want them Love to keep that.
0: working to we don't need to make our school friends proud or no. our parents or our extended family. We we're not here to do that. Mm. You know, they are our our support. They will be always be happy for us. But what I have done, you you've been in my support group, but it was my hard work. Yes, you know that I need to be proud of. Yeah,
1: um, because yeah, so so it's 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 a little thing, but for me, that for me that's an, a light bulb moment. <laughs> Before we go on to my quick fire questions, okay. <laughs> How do you think you're going to measure your life?
0: How do I think I'm going to measure my life? Do I need to measure my life?
1: No, I don't. Suppose you I suppose do. Suppose I don't. Right? I, for me,
0: um, it's it's not about. I think maybe um, the the measurement word gets me. I suppose. Right? Okay. Yeah, makes you sense. Know, you know, um, but it's. That I'm able to live a healthy and happy life, yeah. uh, knowing that I've enjoyed every moment. I love experiences, you know, like I, I truly enjoy the experience, the the sharing, the bonding, um, you know, going out for a walk, those kind of things, mm. and knowing that there's been challenges and there's been huge accomplishments and huge joy, and that balance um, that I and I've I've done everything that I can to the best
1: that I can. That's how. I'm going to measure my life. Right. Go. Come full circle. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> so, we're going to do the quick fire questions. Right. Are you ready? Star sign. Scorpio. Chocolate or chips? Chocolate. <laughs> Tattoos? Two. Oh, school. What school did you go to? Southland Secondary in Chatsworth. Okay. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Cook or eat out? Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of your day, my morning. First thing you think about in the morning, exercise. <laughs> Should I or shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, creative morning or night? Ah, uh, morning. Your favourite writer, Jodie Pickle. What makes you nervous? Going on stage. <laughs> no. Good nerves. Good nerves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good nerves. And if I speak in front of people, I suppose it makes me
1: nervous. But it's a, it's, it's, it's what drives me at the same yeah. time. Right? Favorite getaway? The beach. How do you feel about social media? So-so. I use it to gain get data. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I use sure. it for
0: research purposes. Um but uh, I'm. I, I like more information, inspiring stuff. Following different brands that um, guide me, um, but not about. I'm not about other people's lives, or you know, it
1: yeah. doesn't in, doesn't interest me. If you could switch lives with anyone, who would it be? Wow. I'm truly
0: inspired by Michelle Obama. Yes but I don't think I'd switch lives with her. <laughs> I, I really, really am inspired by her. I love her as a person. I love her values and her beliefs,
1: but um, I'm very happy being who I am. Excellent. Lastly, what song are you dancing to right now? <laughs> I haven't danced in a while. <laughs>
0: I haven't danced in a while, but um, goodness me, what song am I dancing to right now, Janet? You've got me there.
1: We'll leave it there. We'll have to leave it there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with me and chatting. I've really enjoyed it. and I've, I've learned and I've been updated and it's just been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's been wonderful. Thank you for listening to Janet Generally Speaking. You can hear a new episode each Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, please help us by rating, liking, sharing, and following as it helps us to be found. Follow us on our social media platforms. You can find the links in the podcast description. Thanks for listening. Until we chat again.